Welcome back to Bat Rankings, where you can come for Batman. Let's stay for that, Anthony. I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton, and with me as always... Hi there, I'm Kenny Wendorski. It's been, it's been another week. I moved house since the last time we recorded. That's right. So, uh, how, how's everything going? I know you got roommates now, and uh, how's mm-hmm. the process? Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I've I've lived by myself, you know, sans mini <laughs> for uh, for a while now. So it's been an adjustment living with people again. But there are benefits. I can buy an entire bunch of bananas at the store and not have three quarters of them turn brown and go into the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's a plus. <laughs> no, it's pretty all right. I got a couple of housemates. It it works out, and Minnie gets a backyard, which is the big. Uh, <laughs> I've been I've been waking up at like four in the morning just lately. It's one of those things. Anytime my my living situation changes, I notice I will get up stupid early. I think it's just my body's way of adjusting, and I have made no attempt to reset that sleep schedule because guess what four in the morning is the nicest part of the day right now in the yeah. godforsaken desert in which we live <laughs> yeah we uh we're I, i'm we're probably on par with temperature i think we're already at 100 right now <laughs> it's yep, pretty yep. bad here in tucson hitting them triple digits yeah. all right well the fact that the that the conversation has turned to the weather means it's time to awkwardly segue <laughs> into <laughs> Back to Batman! (laughs) Speaking of hot weather, uh, in today's episode, The Worry Men, Veronica Vreeland just came back from a trip to Central America trying to save some rainforests. Yeah. Uh, So uh, she's throwing a little shindig, a little party for herself. Because she's rich. So, why not? Uh, and at this party is a lot of Gotham's elite, including a uh, Mr. Sloan. Yep, a Hayden Sloan. Uh, who we will, yeah, LeVar we will Burton. refer to as LeVar Burton for the rest of this episode because he's LeVar, LeVar Burton as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Uh, of course, you know, uh, Bruce Wayne is there as well. Uh, LeVar, yep. he's doing... He's kind of grouchy, and uh, Bruce is like, why, why so grouchy? And he says that his uh, security business has kind of been uh, working him long nights. And yep. uh, he has a lot to worry about. And that's when Veronica picks up on that, and she goes over to him and says, are you worried? I found these little things that kind of are supposed to take away your worry. This is what I found in the jungle. Yes, as a rich white woman, I feel uh, that I can uh, take things from other cultures that might be useful to me. And I don't know, what's a good word for, for you know, just borrowing or um, mm, mm, I know there's a term for this. Uh, <laughs> Long term lending of aspects from other cultures. Uh, it's more of a taking, really, a yeah. just jacking, a cultural jack. <laughs> uh, so she culturally shows off her jacked it, merchandise. But, but it's okay because it's all very appropriate. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, she found some shaman in the jungle that gave her these little itty bitty dolls, and yep. they're called worry men. And you're yep, supposed you put... to sleep with them in, under your pillow, and uh, t- they take away your worries away. Yep. And as she's handing them out like party favors to all her rich friends, Bruce notices this creepy Mayan tribal warrior-looking dude peeping at the party through a skylight. Uh, so he excuses himself from the party like a gentleman and uh, dons his Batman cape and cowl and heads up there for a good old fight with his 
Mayan Jaguar soldier guy. Yep, I've I called him Puma Man in my notes. Uh, anybody <laughs> out there who uh, who likes MST3K will know why. <laughs> he is listed as Jaguar Shaman under the IMDb credit. Well, I'm okay. just going to call him Mayan guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they yeah they have a little rooftop fight. Uh, Mayan guy gets away and. Later on in the Batcave, Batman is is expositing to Alfred, there's someone new in town using Mayan tribal gimmicks in his crimes. I'm over here like, wait, what crimes? Is it a crime to hang out on rooftops now? Because if so, <laughs> Batman, uh, <laughs> maybe don't throw stones, my dude. <laughs> yeah. uh, Alfred says, oh, how, oh my, what's this? A dolly as a doll as a weapon too? And Bruce Wayne goes, no, nah, no, nah, that, that's a party favor. It's supposed to take away your worries. No, yeah, this like, this Mayan themed doll uh, has nothing to do with the Mayan themed uh, skulker that was around the same party. Totally unrelated, perfectly <laughs> coincidental. <laughs> World's greatest detective, my ass. So, exactly. <laughs> Alfred says, "Well, you seem to be worried too. It couldn't couldn't hurt." So he puts it underneath Bruce Wayne's pillow without Bruce Wayne knowing about it. Yep. Next morning, Bruce Wayne is is in just a fine mood. He's going into the office whistling. And uh, his, he's greeted by his Jamaican assistant, who we have never seen before, Dana. <laughs> Dude, I looked this up. It's the same. Uh, the voice actor is uh, the lady who played the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air's mom. Again. Again, oh, they used okay. her. Obviously, she's <laughs> using a Jamaican accent. But how many times have we said that? I think there's been a couple of roles. <laughs> yeah that yeah. this young lady has has done in this batman cartoon and she's not the only one there's been a few other people from the fresh prince of bel-air that have been on this batman show this is interesting going into the the imdb and uh finding out these voice actors a lot of them are familiar faces that are still acting today yeah well i mean i know uh i know uh I always get the uh, the casting director mixed up with the with the. It's Shirley Walker who does the music. Yeah. Andrea Romano who does the casting. That's there we right. go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I know Andrea Romano has has said part of her casting process with this series was she tried to cast screen actors specifically, not voice actors. She wanted people with physical acting experience. So okay. it, it makes sense that there would be a lot of crossover with uh, with popular television live action shows of the time. Like uh, Star Trek The Next Generation with our Mr. Yep. LeVar Burton. Uh, which was, I, I immediately was like, oh man, sweet, we get to talk about Star Trek again. <laughs> <laughs> any, any excuse. Yeah. Any excuse. <laughs> he was but, always uh, my favorite. Uh, Jordy LaForge because he had glasses and I have to wear glasses so I always liked Jordy LaForge plus he wasn't really great with the ladies neither was I so good old <laughs> yeah, Jordy was, was my, my go to for my favorite character on, on it's the, uh, the next generation TNG <laughs> yeah yeah there's even even in the uh, idyllic future <laughs> of, of utopian Gene Roddenberry's and imaginings there's always that one dude who's the low man on the totem pole when it comes to dating <laughs> dude remember when he had like that hologram he like kind of banged the hologram and then like the real person based on the hologram was like what <laughs> yeah that that episode is rough to go back and watch now it's really hard to watch that one now yeah 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. At, at the time, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, unrequited love. It's so sad for him. She's kind of being a bitch. And you watch it now, it's like, no, he's being a legit creeper, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is... He is assuming an air of unearned, unearned familiarity with this woman, which does not come across well for him. Oh, this is what you do in your private time? Oh, really? <laughs> but uh, back, back to Batman. Batman. <laughs> Dana, who is not played by a TNG alum, no. uh, Dana is feeling very strange about the instructions that Bruce phoned in to her this morning, which was, hey, here's my uh, bank account codes. I need you to withdraw 20 million in cash and put it in a briefcase for me, if you would. And Bruce isn't offering any explanation. He's just like, yep, uh, thanks, did as I asked. Yeah. Good assistant. I'll have, I'll have something for you on Secretary's Day. All right, see ya. Uh, goes into his room, yeah. Whistling <laughs> away, he's very happy. He opens up his uh, window. And sets the briefcase out there on the edge. and that's Like when... a pie set out on the windowsill to cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his secretary comes through the room and is like, ah, I'm sorry to bring this up again. It's just, it's weird. It's weird that you wanted yep. me to do that. And Bruce is like, why? What? What's weird? The $20 Yeah, he does not dollars. remember any of this. Yeah. His mind is totally blanked on it. Like, a, like he woke up from a dream, a haze. Yep, and meanwhile, like a mischievous child stealing a pie from a windowsill, <laughs> in swoops Puma Man! <laughs> and snags right that briefcase. <laughs> I liked Kevin Conroy's uh, his delivery on this line. He's like, $20 million? <laughs> that was pretty good. That was, that was well done. Yep, uh, and uh, we... We cut to uh, some black and white news footage. Seems like Bruce isn't the only person having mysterious problems of this sort. Hayden Sloan has been arrested for embezzlement. Apparently stole a bunch of money from his own company. And he's on the news saying, I didn't, I didn't do it. Why would I steal from me? It makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, and then they cut to, well, Bruce Wayne as Batman in the Batcave. He's got, there's a few other faces of rich socialites. They all have something in common. They were at Veronica's party. Yep, so Batman decides to investigate good old Ronnie, who's in the middle of chucking a suitcase off of a boat until Bats comes in and stops her. And, uh, yeah, Veronica's got jewels. <laughs> yep, the Vreeland jewels. Did you notice that Batman's hand did a little wave, like a, like a, I don't know, like a game show. <laughs> he put his hand and did a little display of all the jewels like look at what you have jewels uh, Price is Batman Right doing that his... was the show I was trying to think of he was like one of those Price is Right models like jewels and uh, Puma Man if and... you can guess the value of these jewels without going over <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, oh, you went over. Oh, did you have fun? Well, at least you had fun. So that's what's important. Uh, and Puma Batman has fun fighting off a, a duo of Puma men. Apparently right. there's more than one who swoop in here and they're, uh, they were apparently expecting to come collect these jewels. Batman fights them off. They make a getaway in a speedboat driven by a third Puma man. Now, uh, Batman does t uh, accidentally, well, not accidentally, he rips off one of the Puma man's uh, cowls a little bit. And, uh, oh, did you notice Veronica? She also gets in the fight. Yeah, she slaps one of them with the suitcase. And <laughs> this was a, such a weird, funny throwaway line. Leave him alone, you swine. 
good, but though. hey, Get yeah, she contributed to that fight. This was uh, <laughs> she yeah. might have been like. Her attempting to aid Batman might have been played for laughs, but if you notice, she was more effective than Batgirl was in the entirety of Shadow of the Bat. That's so props to Veronica. <laughs> hey, Ben, another redhead, buddy. Another redhead. <laughs> true enough, true enough. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so the Puma people, they get out of there. Batman does have that cow. Uh, he also finds uh, the microchips. Veronica is about to toss her worry men overboard, saying, well, these didn't help. Batman says, wait a minute, opens, opens them up and finds microchips embedded inside. He asks her, where did you get these? Oh, from a funny little man in a giant straw hat. Yeah. <laughs> and Batman correctly guesses, was he an Englishman? Yeah. Was he, was he voiced by Roddy Piper? Roddy McDowell. <laughs> God damn it, I did it again. Yeah. Fuck! Was he voiced by Rowdy Roddy McDowell? <laughs> uh, we haven't come across an episode where Piper's in one of these, but hey, we still got more to go. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, 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 I'm hoping, hoping against hope. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, using uh, you know uh, ana- the analysis of the cow that he's yep. ripped off, it comes from an abandoned, and I shit you not, an abandoned yep. costume factory. One of yes. Gotham's many abandoned costume factories. <laughs> uh, and so he goes there. It's going to be the perfect hiding spot for our villain, which is the Mad Hatter. Yep. And, and from here on out, we're in the middle of a pretty bog standard, silly Batman third act. Batman shows up. There's a dummy Mad Hatter sitting in his Hatter throne. There's some robot mannequins of Batman's rogues gallery that he has to fight a little. Didn't know that Mad Hatter was into robotics, but okay, sure, I'll buy it. Well, uh, yeah, I didn't really. Like you said, I I even heard it in my head. I heard your voice in my head. And we've got our standard third act weird yeah. shit going on right now. Uh, yeah, gets, there's a bunch of pretty silly. mannequins that look like villains from our rogues gallery, which is the Riddler's got machine gun hand and uh, there's a harley quinn with a sword and there's a jack-in-the-box joker and uh, the yep <laughs> but yeah batman fights him off and then has a little fight with our four now <laughs> we get we get one extra puma man in each scene yeah. now it's up to four puma men he gets he fights him a little bit but ultimately winds up getting captured by the puma men they knock him out they Tetch, Tetch walks in and gives his Bond villain monologue, which my attention was starting to flag at this point, to be honest, because he gives a whole flashback of stuff that we already know. Yeah. Well, yeah, he which didn't is... know his motivation. It was very important. He was released mm. from Arkham for good yes. behavior, and he yes. wanted to be good, so he mm-hmm. wanted to buy an island to retire on, but he needed money to buy an island, so he went back to bad things again. <laughs> <laughs> And even Batman says, you disappoint me. You've become just another thief. After all your posturing, all your little speeches, you're nothing but a common thief. I am an exceptional thief, Mrs. McLean. And since I'm moving up to kidnapping, you should be more polite. And I'm sitting here like, yeah. Remember when Mad Hatter had motivation that was interesting and relatable? He just wanted uh, Alice to, to fall in love with him. That's all he wanted. He was... 
Yeah, and then he wanted revenge on Batman, and 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 that worked too. And now I don't know, money, I guess. Yeah, I want to buy an island. Why don't you just be on an island? You've got brain technology. You could probably just have people assume you're their god or something, and that would be your (laughs) island. You don't even need the money. It's true. It's true. I mean, (laughs) think about it. If he went, if he just went to Costa Rica, found a nice like resort. Probably the same place Veronica was staying at, and just just microchip all of the staff to think you belong there and serve you drinks and stuff. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Batman would have ever found you out, my dude. Yeah, especially if it's you know some island in the middle of nowhere, you could probably be uh, worshipped as a god. But yeah. no, he wanted to buy it fair and square. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, it's very important to him to have the title to that island. With money I and guess. jewels. Yes, jewelry. <laughs> because we all know the classic Lewis Carroll scene where the Mad Hatter steals all those jewels. It's, uh... Yeah. Okay. I anyway. Actually, I rewatched uh two nights ago. Adam wanted to watch uh, Disney, and we watched Alice in Wonderland. And mm. he, I hear uh, a few lines of dialogue, and I started laughing. From the Mad Hatter. It's like, hey, Kalu Kale! Will you watch you? Will you watch you? But I digress. Uh, yeah. This uh, He gets captured. All those yeah. hired goons, they weren't hired. They were brainwashed. So I don't think we can put them on the Anthony meter. I, I don't think we do. There's There can be no heart when it doesn't come from love. It comes from mind control. Yes. Uh, so... Most of those goons, they were just Gotham street hood gang guys, but they were let go. And uh, the Mayan guy was a Mayan, I don't know, witch doctor or whatever. Yeah, he he was was an actual shaman. Yeah, Yeah. he got to go back to his home. Yeah, well, they they put Batman in a guillotine, uh, but Batman at the last second pulls out this little like remote control thing and pushes a button that emits some kind of sound waves that disrupt the mind control. And I'm sitting here like, did you have that this whole time? I guess so. Why did you go through this whole thing of having a fight <laughs> with them when you could have just de mind controlled them anytime you wanted? Pretty sloppy Batman work, Batman. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta make the episode go longer. I totally forgot about that. I'm already wrapping up the episode, and you're like, oh, you forgot the thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, you forgot this other dumb thing, but yeah, it's... <laughs> Batman, they have a fight. Batman wins. Triangle Man. Everybody goes... I assume everybody goes home. You know, they didn't They didn't say what happened to the, to the street hoods. I assume uh, they went back to their gangs. <laughs> yeah, you know they they didn't go to jail. Not I mean, as far why as we they know. Go to jail. They didn't do anything against. Uh, I mean, they did yeah. against the law, but they were mind controlled. So, yeah, I just, but I guess everybody goes home, and our little capper at the end of the episode was, I guess, uh, the main Puma Man, the one who was a real witch doctor, decided to have a goof on uh, Mad Hatter. He sent him in Arkham a little worry man doll shaped like Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thus ends worry men. <laughs> Kenny, does this episode hold up? I'm going to say it's okay. I didn't yeah. hate it, but uh, it's pretty disposable. Yeah, you know, early on in this show, this might have seemed pretty good just because it was kind of here and there. I didn't know what it was yet. This far into the show's run, they've gotten a lot more consistent. And this episode that would have just been, you know, middle of the road, fine, is looking... Not great by comparison to some of the others that we've watched. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I didn't loathe it. 
but uh, it definitely could have been better. (laughs) Well, let's see just how much better it could have been. On our big master list, let's get out the science machine, shall we? I'm a disciple of science. I know the universe is in full compliance with Yeah! Laws. All right, turn on your doodads. Uh, yep, we're, we're doing the doodads. We're, we're flipping zippers. Uh, yep. Uh, all the light switches are on, so you might as well put those lab coats on. And, and pants off! Woo! <laughs> I... I, I realized I'm an idiot. I edit these shows. I don't have to, like, hope that we manage to sync <laughs> that without us being able to see each other's body language. I can just resync that in post, so we're fine. <laughs> I, I like it's the all awkward- movie magic. <laughs> I like the awkwardness of it, though. <laughs> I miss seeing you face-to-face. It's so much easier face-to-face. It's true. Maybe I sh- maybe we should put turn the webcams back on just for that part. Uh, well, right. <laughs> just for us putting our pants off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Gotta take the web put, yeah. put the webcams on for that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I have here in front of me our master list of fifty eight episodes. Woo-hoo. Just adjust my microphone here. Two-Face, See No Evil, Hardly an Ivy, Demon's Quest, Cat in the Club, Where the Great Ghost, The Man Who Killed Batman, Almost Got Him, Perchance to Dream, Robin's Reckoning. Read My Lips, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, I Am the Knight, Day of the Samurai, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favor, Feet of Clay, His Silicon Soul, Clock King, Heart of Steel, What is Reality, If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich, Joker's Wild, Vendetta, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear. The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne's Atana, Dreams in Darkness, Off Balance, The Mechanic, Tiger, Tiger, Appointment in Crime Alley, On the Wings, Christmas with the Joker, Mad as a Hatter, Blind as a Bat, Mudslide, Moon of the Wolf, Night of the Ninja, Fear of Victory, Shadow of the Bat, POV, Prophecy of Doom, Birds of a Feather, Be a Clown, The Cape and Cow Conspiracy. Fire from, Olymp- blah, 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 fire from Olympus, Paging the Crime Doctor, It's Never Too Late, The Underdwellers, Nobody's Perfect, Terror in the Sky, Catch Christ Fever, and I've got Batman in my basement! Yeah! <laughs> Goddamn Fire from Olympus, that's ah, the one Fire from Olympus. End. It's not even a good uh, episode. Ah. No, it's it's really not. Sitting at 51. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let me pull up the old random number generator here. R and Jesus. R and Jesus. Turn, turn, turn. (laughs) Is this episode, Worry Men, better or worse than number 50, The Cape and Cowl Conspiracy? That's interesting. We started with a hard one. I, I'm tempted to give the edge to Cape and Cowl conspiracy just for John Reese Davis, but it's close. I don't know. What are you thinking? Um, gosh, you know, I think I'm going to go Cape and Cowl because there's some set pieces in there. Whereas yep. this one, honestly, the big set piece is the very end, which is the abandoned costume factory. Yeah, which was pretty bog standard, and and boy, this one moves slow. Like, yeah, yeah. Cape and Cape and Cow. I never thought I'd say that one is better than something. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 better than eight others as of right now, and that just became nine. So, okay. <laughs> all right, all yeah, right. that was a hard one. Yeah, damn. Okay, well, <laughs> this is this one's gonna be sitting in the bottom ten. Is this episode, Worry Men, better or worse than number 56, Terror in the Sky? I think this one's still better than Terror in the Sky. That one was just a 
a retread of a middling episode to begin with that we never needed. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll concur with you. All right. I, I like, even though, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say Roddy Piper. <laughs> <laughs> I like Roddy Piper's voice, even though this isn't a great episode. I do. I feel like his voice is just enchanting. It's, it's such a theatrical presence that I, I enjoy listening to. That being said, it's not a great episode, but I still like him, his performance. Yeah, it's true. Anytime Mad Hatter was on screen and talking, I was enjoying myself. Yeah. Unfortunately, he really doesn't show up until the final act. You know what else? If LeVar Burton deserved a better episode as well. It's true. He's really just in that first scene and then like blinking you miss him in the newsreel footage. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna get a LeVar Burton as a guest star, like bake him into the episode, make him part of the story. Yeah, I'm he not was saying wasted make him a here. rogue, uh, but I mean he could be a secondary character that's bigger than this random guy who works for a security company. Yeah, he should have played the mechanic. Yeah. He should have played Yeah, yeah that would have been alright. That would have been a great part for LeVar Burton. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. <laughs> what what might have been. Right. In any case, is Worry Men better or worse than number 52, Paging the Crime Doctor? I think this one's better than that one. Paging yeah. the Crime Doctor is so dull and gray and, and just slow... Yeah, this this one at least had some fun fun gimmicks. You know, you get some fun character design, costume choices with the the silly Puma men. Yeah. This Yeah. Okay, I concur. Well, that leaves us with just one more decision to make. Is this episode Worry Men better or worse than number 51, Fire from Olympus? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm I'm tempted to give it from to Fire from Olympus just because as dumb as that episode is, Maximilian Zeus is is a silly, campy, theatrical presence. And if you want some good Mad Hatter, there are better episodes to get it from. Yeah, there really are. Like the first episode he's ever in. Yep. Yeah. Or the second, for that matter. Yeah, I'll concur with you. All right. That places Worry Men at our new 52 spot. Just below Fire from Olympus and just above Paging the Crime Doctor. Okay, yeah, that's that's a good spot for it. Yeah. It's kind of in a, a lackluster sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's down there like anything below about episode forty or so, like between forty and and fifty-five or so are the episodes that are like it's it's like a mixed bag. Half of them are okay but boring, and half of them are okay but campy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is there a list that our, our listeners can uh, see on the, on the interweb? Yes, yes. It is always in the show notes of any episode. If you look in your, in your podcatcher of choice at the episode description, the entire list current as of that episode will be there. Okay. So. So anybody who's just joining, what I wanted to avoid is I don't want to have the whole entire up-to-date list just on a page somewhere because I I wouldn't want anybody who started listening to our program from episode one to be spoiled. Got it. Yeah, so if, if you watch, 
if if you watch <laughs> yes if you watch episode one of our show <laughs> but but like uh in in episode three what were our first two episodes it was uh, um with the joker and leather wings yeah so if you if you go to episode three you will see the ranked the ranked list of one and two listed on episode three, but you won't get spoiled for where the third episode gets placed in that list. If God, that makes remember sense. Remember that it was a simpler time. It it was. We didn't even need R and Jesus back then. Well. <laughs> no. actually, actually, I suppose as of as of episode three, we did because we needed to know whether we were comparing it to episode one or episode two first. Wow. <laughs> Still, yeah, it was a much quicker project. Yeah, this today's segment was pretty quick, but yeah, (laughs) some some weeks it's like, okay, this is gonna be a slog, but we got to do the science. We that's what R and Jesus tells us all about is the science. This isn't opinion. This is scientific fact. Science isn't always fun or entertaining, and you should know that if you've decided to to listen to us (laughs) jabber on about Batman for half an hour. Yeah. We're we're not we're not like dancing science monkeys for your enjoyment. Oh. We're not like those uh we're we're here doing the real work. Uh right. <laughs> and we're recording it so that if anybody ever has any questions, they can go back and check our work. That's that's exactly. what it's all about. I love These are scientific documents. What the podcast is about. I say, well, we talk about the Batman animated series from the 90s and we use science to determine which yep. episode is the best. And like <laughs> 10 seconds into that sentence, not even 10, two seconds into that sentence, I can already see their mind is checked out. They're like, I don't care. Yep. <laughs> this sounds something I'm not interested in at all. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's how I vet dates now. There you go. <laughs> nice. I just say, I just, I just give the elevator pitch of this show. And, and if they check out, I know, okay, it wasn't meant to That's be. It's meant to be. Uh, yeah. Hey not going to be able to look you in the eyes while I have sex with you, knowing that you don't want to do science. Yeah, just, well, I mean, you can look in the back of their head. <laughs> it's true. I'm not vetting them for a second date. I'm just, you know. There you go. Well, we haven't offended too many people. Then where can they find you? <laughs> well, let's see where they can find us next week. Next week, they can find us uh, doing science on Sideshow. Kenny, okay. do you remember that episode? I remember, I really like the cabin design. It's this cabin out in the middle of nowhere next to a river or a creek. Mm-hmm. And I re- it was a really nice design. And then there's some sideshow. Uh, there's a seal boy, I think. Yep. And a strong Sounds familiar. guy. Um, but other than that, dude, I just remember Killer Croc is in there and he ruins it. Yep, yep. I remember Killer Croc escapes, joins a freak show for a while, and then, I don't know, probably robs him or something, and it's a whole, like, no, we thought you were our friend. Yeah. And he's all like, no, I'm, I'm Killer Croc. I steal stuff. It's what I do. I'm Croc. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's uh, okay, I think, as a kid. I don't know as an adult. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, that's, that's pretty well matches with my recollection, so we'll find that out next week. In the meantime, you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. Or on Tuesday evenings, I've taken to hosting a show called AZX Fest. Uh, And you can find that on twitch.tv slash AZX Fest. We do a bunch of script doctoring for uh, film students here in the greater Phoenix area. Now that the ASU film program is, uh, is online only and... 
honestly, it's kind of a shit show anyway if, <laughs> if the scripts that these kids are turning out is any indication. I can, I can feel you, like, huddling over your microphone and looking left and right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've said as much to them on air. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's a really good book called The Coddling of the American Mind that is about how universities have taken to prioritizing their students' feelings over, you know, whether they're actually learning anything. And especially in the creative arts, you can tell that, you know, bless these kids' heart, but they have never been given, like, actual honest feedback on their work. Yeah. And that's, that's not how you improve as a writer, so... <laughs> But that's neither here nor there. Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at Weiske TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And, and that's about it for me. I haven't really done anything. I've been planting trees in my backyard. Huh? Ah. Ah. Yeah. That's that. That's a gift that you leave that you leave to future people who own your house after you've probably moved. I don't know. <laughs> probably. Yeah. I, I've been... I've been productive doing household projects. I haven't done anything with, with ye old Weiske TV. So I, I definitely need to. It's just yeah. it's hard. It's hard. There's kids yeah. around, and you know, you can't no, really make you. videos while the kids are playing around and stuff. So. Yep. Well, you know what you can do is you can go to anchor.fm slash bat rankings. There's some buttons there where you can subscribe. You can check us out on your podcatcher of choice. Give us a five star review. Or you can be like Kylan Doherty, and you can support us every month. we got a new supporter this week. Nice! Very cool. Yeah. And you know what that means? That means that I get to cut a whole lot of silence out of this episode as I rack my brains trying to think up a good limerick for our newest supporter. Hello, how are you? I'm Nick. Here to teach you a fun little trick. To have a good time when writing a rhyme, try writing your own limerick. (laughs) <laughs> I uh hey, what's the name again? Kylan Doherty. Kylan Doherty. All right. Ben, slipper right. time. There once was a person named Kylan. His fashion sense always was stylin'. But when he found a mate and went on a date and took off his clothes, she was smiling. <laughs> Masterful. I- <laughs> okay, took a little work to sort the genders out there, but uh, but okay, I'm, I'm gonna give myself the, a B plus. You know, dude, I think that's a minus. That's one of your best ones. <laughs> that is a, a keeper there, Kylan Doherty. Thank you very much from the bottom of our hearts. We do appreciate it. Uh, it's very kind of you to donate your money to us. Yep. Thank you and, very and if I, much. And if I did get those pronouns wrong, let me know because I can always I, pronouns or uh, or preferences. Uh, I can always I can always flip those pronouns. It doesn't affect the rhyme scheme or the meter. I just don't know which to use. <laughs> and I try to get that shit right. Kylan, we, we do appreciate. Thank you so much yep. for supporting us. It's very kind of you for your, for doing that. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, and thank you, thank you everybody who's hit that support button and everybody who's listened or shared the show with a friend and we will see you we will see you next week as for some reason i do the sean connery and we watch sideshow 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 all right bye everybody bye everybody all right yeah rack my brains here Doherty is a 
bitch of a name. Maybe I can maybe I can use Kylan. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a guy's name or a girl's name. Okay, there once was a person named Kylan. There we go. <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! Oh god! What was a person? I'm sorry. I'll walk away from the bike. Do your thing. 